What up? It's your boy, Cam. It's your boy, BMAC. And it's Riley. KFL Podcast, Season 4, Episode, I believe this is 5? Sounds right, because we missed two weeks, and yep. it's week 7. Yep. Season 5. <laughs> We're back with your overall KFL news, but also, very important, your overall NFL fantasy news and um, fantasy league news. Um, for all types of following of NFL fantasy, period. Uh, it's been a crazy last two weeks, not only in the KFL, but also inside the NFL as a whole. We're going to dive into it deeply. Starting off with the KFL, was it last week's standings? Or actually, let's go with week five because we skipped a week, right? Yeah, we did. This okay. Last week, yep. So week five, Green Eggs of Cam versus BMAC, quarterback, best friends against each other. BMAC won 176 to 92.7. What my ass. Um, Game of Jones, Riley beat Urban's Grinders 183 to 156. Two good teams there. All Barkley, no bite with the dub. Andrea's first dub, 149.9 versus Robinomics 143. What a game that was, but Andrea with her first dub. No more bell curse. Boom Boom Room, Cousin Ron versus Harambe's first pick. Daniel had a great outing, 182.2 to um, Boom Boom Room's 141.1. Dan with the dub. And Gibby Giblins with a dub, 179 over Dusty Don't Budge, 130, going on to week six. Last week in the KFL, Boom Boom Room beat your boy Cam, 141 to 114. The team has not been performing at all, putting up no touchdowns. Gibby Giblins, 135 to Harambe's first picks, 97.9. Um, is that a Melvin or two-game win streak? All Barkley, no bite with another dub, 148.8 to 93.4. Andrea is out of the belt, Chris, I believe. Two wins in a row. Quarter Mac, B Mac, 176.6 to Game of Jones' 122.92. Juggernauts going at it. B Mac with the dub. And then Urban's Grinders, 165.8 to Robonomics, 115.2. Urban's Grinders with the dub. Your overall standings in the big dogs, the East. Game of Jones is sitting up top at four and two. Cousin Ron, boom boom room at four and two. Harambe's first pick, Daniel at three and three. All Barkley, no bite. Is not in last place. Two and four with a two-game win streak. I see you, Dre. Called it too. Yep. Right. I called it. Don't curse left in a hurry. Andrea, I believe, was saying, I mean, she was calm, cool, collected. She was kind of like R E L A X. Relax. Yep. Didn't trade me CD Lamb. She did. She, she didn't. No. She didn't trade CD Lamb. No. Okay. Andrea two and four, and then Robinomics with the uh, one and five. <laughs> He's trying there. Quarterback B Mac on top of the heavy hitters of the West five and one. Big dog on top. Urban's grinders at four and two. Very strong team. Jordan has a very strong team. Gibby Giblin's at three and three, two game win streak. Your boy Cam at a two game lose streak at three and three, and then Dusty don't budge at one and five. Other than that, gentlemen, before we move on, how you guys feel about your teams as of right now, overall fantasy for the KFL? Don't hate it. Uh, I got uh, my backup quarterback coming back, um, Dak Prescott, and I didn't even <laughs> have to trade a uh, you know perennial league MVP when it comes to fantasy running back for it. So um, <laughs> that feels pretty good. That is good. That is good. B-Bank, how you feel? I feel great. Like you said, big dog on top, you yeah. know, five and one. My tri- 
I'm hard to stop right now. I feel really good about my team. I, yeah. I do have a big bye week. I got both of my Bills guys out, uh, Diggs and Allen. So yeah, this this might be the week where I've, I catch that that L. Um, it looks like I'm catching everybody at like the wrong time. They are just their teams are on top, and my team is just faulting. Last week, um, I had a play. Uh, one of my top players was had a bye. I forget which one it was, but I couldn't start him. Um, that was uh, all my Lions players. So as you guys know. My my team runs through the lines. Number one, well, was the number one offense before their bye week in the NFL, even though they're one and five. Woof! With their last performance, they put yes. up a dud, didn't they? That, that uh, zero points, and now they're going against the Cowboys defense. So, which is makes Good me luck, a little bud. bit. And they makes put me up, nervous. They put up zero points to a zero points against Bailey Zappi, yeah, uh, the quarterback for the New England Patriots. Now, I do say this: the Patriots got some type of voodoo going on over there. Everyone has, everyone has had issues playing against their defense. It's weird. Their secondary is unbelievable. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was about to say uh, on the pod, I, I referenced the fact that both of their corners, their starting corners, are the okay. two top-ranked people in PFF. If Damn. You, uh, depending how much you put into them. But in coverage, they're incredible uh, in their secondary. And then right. they're just super disciplined in the run game, always have gap control. or a, They're just a good, sound defense. Bill Belichick doing what Bill Belichick does. Right. Making them the, the best out of what he's got. Because he doesn't have any like stud studs that like come to mind, right? Um but he's, you know, they're they're winning. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, tough week for me. I'm playing against Daniel, 3-3. Three and three. The brothers play against each other this week. We'll get to that later. But uh, his team is extremely strong. Um, did make um, some trades. We'll talk about that later. Um, another major trade for me. But uh, thinking, thinking forward, the reason why I made the trade, um, trying to think about two, three, four, five, even six weeks ahead. But um, we'll get into it. But overall, I am not on the ledge yet. Are you, are you opening the window? Brother, the window's open. Okay, the window is open. Is, you you the might screen, take a step. The screen is off. Okay. Screen is the off. screen's off. Man. And okay. I'm just staring into the You're like step five of nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm step five of nine. I'm getting there. If if I go two weeks with losses, yeah. I might not show up to the I, pot. I don't know if you've seen uh, Game of Thrones, but the, the episode <laughs> where the one, I won't spoil it, and I don't know, it came out years ago. If you haven't seen it by now, it's kind of your yeah, fault. Yeah, no, but you're good. You're but, good. Uh, a certain character puts down his crown and then jumps out of the window. So like, how, <laughs> is the crown still on the head or are you like, the, have you placed that nicely on a pillow? The crown's still on the head. Okay. All the right. Crown's still, but All Riley, Riley, we're close. Riley, we're close. You got a lot of football stressors going on in your life which I, we'll get to in a little bit here, and, and i think that's what's adding to it yeah but um on that note perfect move on the segue on to overall nfl news with your boy riley <laughs> oh boy all right boys what do we miss uh <laughs> so i'll get through the minor stuff first and then we'll get into the big story cool cool um so deshaun watson was caught going 30 miles uh per hour over the speed limit <laughs> on the list of problematic things he's done that's Damn, at the very that. bottom come on uh, <laughs> but that was the thing russell wilson continues to stink yes, um, yes that he does. is not really overall league news but it kind of is um that's right the <laughs> <laughs> The Packers are all in, supposedly, on trading for Chase Claypool. Um, okay. So, I mean, they need it. The wide receiver core is getting thinner and thinner. Um, obviously, uh, Randall Cobb went out. Yeah, so I that, that. So they got a very young room there. So that'll be interesting to see see what goes on there. Um, no quarterback controversy in New England, supposedly. Uh, you know, when Mac Jones is back and healthy, he's ready to rock. Yep. They're going to give it back to him, even though Bailey Zappi has been playing pretty well. I know we were yes. just saying that. Yes, was, he has. Rather unimpressive, um, but all right, it's time to get to the big, the elephant in the room, the yeah. big, the big story that 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 came out. Yeah, the Washington Commanders 
It had a check bounce. It couldn't be us again. Yes, it couldn't be us again. They literally had a they, check. No, they, they literally had a check bounce. They, yeah. Did you hear about this? I did not. So the this winner so of the, the winner of the fifty fifty raffle, which for anyone that doesn't know, what happens is everyone in the stadium competes. You buy a fifty fifty raffle ticket. Fifty percent of it goes to the winner. Fifty percent of it goes to charity. Yep. Um. The the winner of that money went to cash the check from week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It, it bounced. Fucking bounced. Wow. It, the check bounced. bounced. How much was it for? Uh, it was 15, fourteen. Four. Yeah. Fifteen. Fourteen thousand dollars. $15,000 exactly. I want to say $15,000. Yeah, it, and it bounced. Brian, what? out of all the problems that we have in Washington, the check for the 50-50 raffle bounced. That's nuts. And That's then, a freaking problem. It, you know, we're obviously, we're going to get to the bigger story, but here's another <laughs> Here's another one. Um, tight end Chris Cooley, who was like a fan favorite, has his own podcast, yes. oh, has yes. a radio show, his was, jersey. W- was listed as one of the 90s greats, yep. um, is, is, you know, a big part of it. So they're going to have a ceremony that like honors a bunch of their former players. Uh, Chris Cooley said he's not going to attend. He wants nothing to do with the franchise, wow. with the commanders at this point. Mm. Um, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. Oh he's my he's God. literally refusing to, to show up to even be acknowledged. Was there any like reason why behind it? Funny you'd ask. So uh, (laughs) a pretty big story came out this past week, right? That on top of the sexual assault allegations, Mm -hmm. on top of the fraudulent allegations about them cooking the books. And they did. On on top of the suing uh, a widow because their husband died before paying all of his season ticket fees, which is something the commanders did to their fence. Yep. On top of having sewage coming through uh, the, the stadium, I and mean, the railings falling off, and the railings falling <laughs> off, and almost injuring an opposing quarterback. On yep. top of having one of the worst fields that yes. it's to the point where you rather play on some of the high school fields we have locally. Um, on top of all of that, a report came out from ESPN that Dan Snyder has been hiring private eyes mm-hmm. as a nuclear option to collect dirt on other owners to in an attempt in a last ditch effort to ensure that he cannot be ousted because now there is building momentum from all of from a, a large contingency of owners uh, that they want to force removal. It, it requires 24 votes. Yep. Jerry Jones, this will surprise no one, controls a lot of that block of the owners. A lot of them follow what Jerry does. Yep. Uh, he has now said behind closed doors, supposedly, according to the ESPN report, he can no longer defend Dan Snyder um, because those two, despite you know having rival teams, have actually had a pretty good relationship in the past. They actually have. Um, him, him and Dan were actually do have good relationship. That's true. And, and now that's gone out of the window because uh, supposedly Dan Snyder's been doing things like you know sending private eyes, following people around. Yeah, supposedly he's telling his inner circle he has dirt on Jerry Jones. He has dirt on Roger Goodell. He's um, he's the best way to like describe it is he's like a cornered animal right now. He is just trying to do whatever he can yes. to prevent removal, including when like this is just an insane thing. He keeps sending his wife to the owners' meeting so he can't be berated by fellow owners. So he's using his wife as a shield. She's a breast cancer survivor. She's yep. she for all intents and purposes seems like a great person. Uh, she is actually yeah. Um, Tanya Snyder, I believe. And, and yep, Tanya. Yeah. And he keeps putting her in the way because technically she was acting president there because he was removed as acting. She president still is acting president so just so you know yeah in the i mean to give some background here as well to people that aren't aware the nfl hired an investigator uh to look into the toxic work environment that was um 
reported by and alleged by former employees. Um, this report is actually the center of an ongoing controversy because the NFL refused to release the actual like, yes. written report and it had to be true. given orally. Yep. Despite the fact the investigator was like, I don't want to do that. I, I have this report written out. I want to release it to everyone. The NFL ensured that it was an oral report. What does that mean? Basically, it means that if you weren't in that room, you don't really know you what don't know it what said. Happened. Yep. Uh, we know it was bad because they made an unprecedented move where an owner wasn't allowed to have any kind of interaction with the football team, which is, I mean, that you just don't hear about that, right? Yeah. Um, and and now, of course, I mean, really, the, the wolves are starting to, to come out of the woodwork and circle in because Jim Ursay, yeah. um, the owner of the Colts, we have a sound clip here. We'll go ahead and play it uh, to hear what his thoughts are on the matter. So if you guys didn't hear this, uh, this is what Jim Ursay had to say. Was it after the meeting, Riley? Yep. After a mark. The, this is the, the, the owner's meeting in New York. After the owner's meeting in New York. Day. At the owner's meeting, said this about Dan Snyder being removed as owner of the Commanders. To me, um, it's something that I think serious consideration has to be given to the removal, and we have complete authority to do that. In general, of of him uh, being removed and selling the franchise. Buckle up. This is getting real. Guys, that's something, as Riley just pointed, that, that this has never happened before no. in the NFL. And, no one's and, ever said that before. Nope, and this isn't even the end of it. So there, it, the article also goes into the fact that, obviously, a new stadium needs to come around. And uh, Snyder tried to leverage the three municipalities in the area, that being Washington, D.C., that being Maryland, that being Virginia, into kind of getting a bidding war, right? Well, the, it, it backfired entirely. The District of Columbia <laughs> said, we don't want to do anything with this franchise because that would be aiding and abetting what they see as crimes that he's committed. So yes. that's horrible. When a city council of, of Washington, mm. D.C., the city the team is named after, says, no, we're good. So then he goes to Virginia. He had the support of both the Speaker of the House and the House Minority, meaning both parties were going to support this, right? Yeah. That bill got killed before it could even get a vote because it had so little support because so many people came out and said, no, we're good. Could you? Everyone's grown up in this area. We know it's a football yes. crazy area. Everyone loves football. Right. It was so bad, the voting... the the politicians in Virginia said, no, we don't want to support a football team because it's too controversial. That's atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> never heard that before. Yep, Governor Larry Hogan wow. also oh, shut yes. it down, said, no, we're good. The, thanks, but no thanks. Larry just came out um, and said, because he didn't know that Jim Irsay said what he said, and they asked him about it. He goes, actually, we've been trying to have a... Uh, um, a stadium, a new stadium built. We've been going back and forth with Washington for three, four years now. They just can't seem to make up their mind. They're always going in it. Like he, he kind of like threw Dan underneath the bus, not even really trying to, mm -hmm. but he just kind of let his cards out there because he's almost out the door. So he was just like, look, dude, we've been trying for the last three, four years to get something done. And as soon as we get something on the table, it comes back off and yeah. it's all over the place. This, this, is is like, this is like the perfect storm. It's like if you're sitting on the beach and yes. you just watch the news for the Washington, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, and dude. you're just sitting on the beach and you see this big tidal wave forming out in the ocean. It's like, this is eventually going to hit us. And I feel like it's like close to shore. Yeah, it's, it's like when you see all the animals start running in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is compounded. So with their, their stadium issues is in a direct juxtaposition to yes. the Tennessee Titans, uh, yes. which just got pushed through like instantly. 
And, and Tennessee and Nashville in particular is growing like crazy. Love that city. We just, love it. Just came from Nashville. And, maybe and, Mac did about uh, six months ago. I mean, I, was, I hear it's an awesome city. I hear it's you unreal. Have no idea. It's it's crazy good. They almost rubber stamped the new stadium. Billions of dollars. Two billion. They said, yeah, they, Two billion dollars without a problem. Stamped without a problem. Checks did not bounce <laughs> because that's no typically problem. what happens with a football team, right? Like yes. these are multi-billion-dollar corporations, and then they're you know, saying 2028 Super Bowl, um, Nashville. They're already saying it. Yeah, it's going to bring a lot and, of revenue into the city just because of that. So yep. it's like, why not? Why wouldn't you want to build a new? Absolutely, stadium, and, and ridiculous. And it's uh, yeah, and it's it's crazy that one of the most proud franchise because when Snyder bought the the the, the, the then Redskins, yes, they were one of the premier franchise in the NFL. Yep. I hate them. Yep. I dislike them as an organization, but that's because they were rivals with the Dallas Cowboys for a long time, which right. has been the, you know, so they were like 1A, 1B for the longest time. Now, admittedly, both franchises have taken a step back, but I think we can all agree that the the commanders, the, fo- the, the commanders, football team, whatever you want to call yeah, taken. I mean, it's it's crazy what they've all been crazy. going through. Um, and it's it's so that like I'm just going to that's a lot to unpack. We just kind of right. hit them with a lot, but basically the the headline is here Oh boy, there's it looks like there's gonna be a massive change in Washington and, and something's gotta give and who knows how soon that's gonna be, but it, it's something something climactic is gonna happen out of there all this. There has never there's the fact that an owner came out and said that and no other owner has come out to back Dan Snyder or to denounce what Jim Irsay said. The guys, the silence speaks volumes if y'all ain't catching what's going on. Um as a Washington fan myself before we move on, I'm hoping, I'm praying this is it. Because at the end of the day, he has no choice if they vote. This is a privilege to be an owner in the Washington, I'm sorry, in the NFL, not a something that is given to you. Okay, it's a privilege there. So this is like a little kind of boys club. He's out of the boys club right now. Oh yeah. They got, I think they got 24 votes. And the fact that a lot of people are being silent at the end of the day, dude, I mean, Dan, I mean, what friends that Dan does have other than really Jerry was one of the ones, actually, one of his friends. And even Jerry's like, I cannot no longer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, back up, dude, that dude, that that just speaks volumes. And I'm hoping that Dan is I hope oust. he gets the boot. I hope he gets the boot. He is terrible. Like I'd like to say two things on it. One on a little comedic gesture. I can't <laughs> wait for the NFL or the 30 for 30, whatever to come out on this and just unravel everything just to put everything in timeline and perspective on a second note, Riley mentioned about the, uh, the poop, the poop pipes (laughs) that happened last year. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say any names because whatever, one of my brother's really good friends, his dad was, uh, the, an engineer who worked there Uh when the stadium was built however many years ago before he retired, he had to sign an NDA a non-disclosure agreement to not say anything about the, about the stadium. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. A classic thing you do when you build something well. Yep. Are you freaking so? So yeah, just two little you know tidbits of Good things God. that bring up a yeah pretty pretty crazy. Well, and what I think is like the actual death kiss, right? Like the the biggest thing is not the allegations of impropriety. It's not all of these other like borderline comedic failings, right? It's their money's not there. They have the lowest gate in the league. Which, if you're around this area, which is one of the most How? affluent areas How, in the Riley? country. How? That's what I'm saying, bro. It's and crazy. He's, and he's losing out to teams. And nothing against other teams with smaller markets. But you probably shouldn't be outsold by the Buffalo Bills if you're in Washington, D.C. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be getting outsold by the Green Bay Packers. It's where been like I, that for a while. If I show you Wisconsin on a map, can you point to the city of Green Bay? 
I can't. No. <laughs> it is a, you sh- yeah, and I get it. It's a historic franchise, but you cannot be getting outsold by these teams in these smaller yeah. markets when you're from an area yeah. where if you go up the road to 95 there, yep. there is a franchise that's killing it. Yeah. And, and both money-wise and like with a the product they're putting on the field, yep. they've been killing it for a long time. And this is the same environment. There's one thing that's different, and that's the ownership and the management. Yep, is very, very different because these areas it's it's a football crazy area. You know, this there's no reason that you should not be blowing some teams out of the water when it comes to revenue, and they're dead last in the league. If it comes down to a vote, I think they have 24, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And if and they, when that day does come. Um, we're going to be seeing history because I don't know what happens. I don't know what I don't know if he can fight it or. But once they have the votes, I have no clue what that legal standpoint is. But I can't wait for the day. So I'm going to say about it. Ditto. I can't wait for today. Any more news, Rye? Um, yeah, Jerry Jones uh, and Bob Kraft are kind of tipping <laughs> about Roger Goodell's compensation, but that's so minor compared to everything else. There's a lot of like owner drama, but obviously this is the biggest one. Yeah. Um. And- um. I don't think I can't try to think. I don't think any other NFL crazy news. Oh well. Did have a trade, and um, um, it was a big debacle on the sideline of the Panthers. Oh boy, uh, sideline. Yeah. Um, I'm a big. Correct me if I'm saying his name right. Robbie, An- Robbie, Anderson. Ro- Robbie, yeah. Robbie yep. Anderson. I'm a big fan of his. He was on I Am Athlete. If you guys don't follow the I Am Athlete YouTuber podcast, I would. Um, no shouts out to them, but just because of his um his his interview where he comes from, um. You know, like how he was a kid, poor, coming up, and you know his his way through college, losing family members, all that stuff. I, I got to really dig deep on him this past off season, and he's somebody who actually been I'm voting for because I didn't realize where he came from. And actually, he's actually very good. I'm actually very excited. I think I, I don't he's think the card. Player. He's a good par, ball player. I think Green Bay would have been a better spot for him, but um, Arizona have a um, have an injury issues there, and I mean D Hop comes back this week, but you know they kind of need him at wide receiver, so that was pretty big. If you guys didn't see that, it's kind of a tiff on the sideline. Um, got up in his head coach's face and said, excuse my language, but my man said, F- you. <laughs> okay, straight to his face. And then he was in the uh, his uh, wide receiver coach's face saying all mother F- and all that type of stuff. Had a clenched, fa- uh, clenched fist. Yeah. And so, that was the interim head coach, too, that, yeah. that gave him the boot off the sideline. Yeah, so um, rightfully so. But that was just that's the only other um, tidbit, a little bit of news. Going on to overall fantasy and kfl news with your boy b man yeah so try to put out a little tidbits not for only people in our league but any other listeners who aren't in our league but have a fantasy team like to track what's going on in the waiver wire uh so i'm not quite sure if these players are available in our league but just to sort of run down some of the notable uh free agents that could be out there we've got a wide receiver Uh, Somebody from the Indianapolis Colts, Alec Pierce, he's been putting together a couple good weeks of double-digit points. Try to get him a good Matt Ryan looked pretty good in their last game uh, that they had. He was was slinging that ball around, so Alec Pierce, uh, if he's available, he could potentially be a good uh, uh, stash with with, uh, bye weeks coming along, throw somebody in the flex there. You got another wide receiver for the New York Giants, Wondell Robinson. Yeah. I think he had a touchdown in the last game. And with their wide receiving core, a lot of injuries of with the Giants. Most expensive wide receiving core in the league. So, uh, yeah, he's a he's a notable pickup. 
Uh, you got Josh Reynolds for the Detroit Lions. You know, they're coming off of a bye week, right? Yes. Uh, so Good job, they had a very, very strong uh, offense. They were rated like number one before they put up the dud against the Cowboys, right? Yeah, they were number one against. Uh, no, they played the Cowboys next. <sighs> I forget who they played, but they put up a New dud. England. They New played England. New England. There, there, there we go. go. They played New England. But yep. Yeah. So, so their offense was firing all in all cylinders. So that's a uh, another wide receiver. As Cam just mentioned, Robbie Anderson. I think Cam just scooped him in our league. I did. Uh, but he's he could be out there for anybody else who's outside the KFL. Uh, the Cardinals need to get something put together here. And yeah. D Hop coming back, Robbie Anderson, they Uh-oh. who knows? Yeah, Modern but, Warfare yeah, releases. I was about to say Cobb <laughs> just came out today. Cobb just oh, released yeah. today. I, can't wait. Wait. <laughs> I can't wait to see the charts that come out before <laughs> and after Cobb. I know, right? We've got uh, some quarterback uh, quarterback options, uh, Dak Prescott and Tua Tunga Lavoa. I probably butchered Tua that. Tunga no, Lavoa. you didn't. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, they are both uh, active and are, are going to be playing this week. So I I I have Josh Allen on a bye, so I picked up uh, Tua. He's going to be starting for me. Oh, boy. Um, and uh, Marcus Mariota looked really good yes. running that offense uh, last week. He was – That team in Atlanta's – yeah, I mean they're they're putting up a lot of points and they're in a lot of games. That's they're, the Mariota I saw when he won that playoff game with Tennessee Titans. That was the Mari- That's the type of Mariota that I was I was looking at. The one that Washington should have gotten. Yeah, he's he's been he's been fun to watch. Uh, and then my last one here that I got, uh, which was very surprising to me. This is a running back out of a committee. Nobody knew where you thought it was going to be. J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins mm-hmm. with the Ravens. My man Kenyon Drake. He balled out last yes, week. He went nuts did. last week. I think he had a, a touchdown, had a couple really long runs. I don't know if he broke 100 yards. I'd have to he look did, at this. He did. He did. He did. So uh, I'm sure he is probably on the waiver wire for a lot of folks. He's probably not rostered in much league. So uh, interesting to see what he did there. Uh, yeah, he's, that's a great player to take a flyer on. Um, so I, you know, if if I don't think he's available in our league, but uh, in if, oh, he is available in our league. Is he? Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah. So again, that's all the waiver wires uh, pickups that I have. Uh, bye weeks are amongst us. A lot oh, of yes. a lot of folks are you know they're they're starting running backs or wide receivers, quarterbacks, whoever they might be uh, out for the next week or two weeks, whatever with the bye week. So. Uh, yeah, those are wire, waiver wire pickups. Do Ross we wanna... is starting to look like an NSYNC song. You know what I mean? What's yeah. that? Bye, bye, bye. That's right. Oh, yeah. uh, what do we want? Trades next, Cam? Um, We could talk about trades. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, B-Mac. All right, let me pull it up here. I think we had a couple, the actually. Most recent one. I saw one had gotten vetoed. This was, Cam, you might be able to speak to that better. Yes. So I'm. Um, so this happened. Um, this was all on Cam, not um, J-Rock. I was teaching, so as you guys know, I'm a school resource officer. Um, I was teaching there. While I was teaching there, the a video was playing, so I was looking at some stuff on fantasy, and I was trying to put some trades together. I sent J Rock a trade, but the player that I asked for in return, I hit the wrong one. It was it was improper. Um, gotcha. So the so the trade was very unfair off of the players that I was sending him when he was sending me, but it was not his fault. It's a hundred percent on Cam because I sent him. The wrong trade. I was looking at the wrong thing, so that's how, that. As soon as I sent, it, I was like, "Oh, that's wrong." That's like, what I, you know, yeah. I was, I was a little. I was like, I don't even remember seeing this trade go through, and then I saw it vetoed. Yeah. But ultimately, what it came down to, uh, tr- Cam ended up acquiring Dever Duvernay, Gerald Everett, and Leonard Fournette, right, uh, from Rob, and Rob received from Cam Najee Harris, Debo Samuel, yep, Jerry Judy. Uh, I'll start with you, Cam. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts, and how do you feel with your team looking now? 
Um, I'm looking at future and what's going down the league. Um, actually, uh, tight end has been a thing for me. Um, I like Everett and I like Everett's schedule coming up. Um, a lot of targets. Uh, his targets. That's what I'm looking at. Yep. Um, touchdowns as well. I'm looking at that as well. Um, the Najee Harris was my keeper, so it wasn't likely that I made this decision. Um, I originally asked for another wide receiver, but I couldn't get it because of the combo that he had going on, which I got. Um, so I got Duvernay. Um, even with with everything's going on, um, the number one uh, target Riley has the number one target for the Ravens. Hey. Uh, you know, what I mean, um, Andrews is the number one target, but I believe Duvernay is the second overall target, and also I'm looking at overall targets that he's getting. Um, so I was trading for targets and touchdown availability of what I've seen and what I see going forward. Potential. Potential. That's what I good. see going forward with the so- Ooh, with the Steelers is um Najee is the man. Najee's the man there, but they're doing a lot of different things. They're using their 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 second running back and a lot of different stuff. Yeah, he is. Um they're doing um also with now is it Kenny Pickett when he comes back? Is it not Kenny Pickett? Like you know what I mean? Uh so their offense is going through a transition. Um like you know what I mean? And I'm just thinking for the future I'm not sure if they're going to be up where they want to run the ball that much. Now, Najee Harris can catch the ball out the backfield like the rest of them and like the best of them. And if they do trade for Claypool, I mean, I'm sorry, if Green Bay does get Claypool, maybe that makes that targets open more. But I was looking at overall targets for uh, targets, availability, availability and future touchdowns. Um, I acquired Everett, DuVernay and um, Fournette. And also, um, I like with what I already have on my team with what I added. So um, that's that was my thoughts on it. Yeah, feeling a little good about it. And one thing to note, Najee Harris, uh, he's ranked the 27th running back, which is a, a big disappointment from right. where he's drafted mm-hmm. in majority of leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Riley? Who, who, who do you think won the trade? Or if well, there was even a winner? Yeah, so this is what I'll say. If, if there was one that has like a, a more of a boom potential, it's Rops, right? Just from the names on there. Like if Debo could go off, um, obviously yep. that offense is kind of in turmoil. Um, Jerry Judy, that's a major question mark with Big question. You know, yeah with, with Russell Wilson. So that one uh, is and, and mind oh you, boy. Rob actually dropped Jerry Judy. He's not even on his team. Oh boy. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I mean, then yeah, I'm not even going to factor that into the trade then, right? So, <laughs> I didn't know he dropped um, him. And then right. Najee Harris, right? So if we're looking at it, he essentially traded for like Debo and Najee because we just you know um, right. Debo can go off, and obviously Debo's a great player, and right. who knows what that offense could be from week to week. Probably going to improve. Probably going to be a decent performance. I don't see them like no, off a no, no. He's a starter. Um, he's a starter in fantasy. Najee, obviously, with the quarterback being shuffled around, could be decent. But I, so I, what I would say is, as far as like the boomer bust, Rob has the more of a boom, but also a pretty big bust potential as well because those players have underperformed from what we would expect of them. Right. Uh, whereas Gerald Everett, I think he's in a great spot and a great offense. Uh, Keenan Allen is coming back. Right. Um, but they don't know if it's this week or if it's next week, but I don't think that's going to hurt Everett. Uh, they, you know, I think that target dispersal isn't, that's not who he's competing for targets with. Yeah. I, I think that, if anything that helps him, it's probably gonna get some safeties to back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, because then Mike Williams can start running more of his deep threat stuff as opposed to, because right now they have Guyton, I believe. And, um, Palmer, they have Palmer. Yeah. and Palmer's kind of taken over the slot that Mike would be if he was playing the Z because Mike's forced to play the X because that's what uh, typically uh, Allen does, right? right. Or Keenan Allen. Keenan so, Allen does. Yeah. Um, so, well, you know, X's and O's wise, I think that's that's pretty good. I also got Fournette in there in this trade and I don't think people really kind of looked at it, but um, I had Fournette last year and um, he, he gets had, stronger as the season goes on. He, he does. Right number five right now. And how and how they use him and how Tom Brady th- and how, how he's being used. So I'm looking at, like I said, when I'm doing this, I try to. I am looking at names. I'm looking at targets. 
How many times did the ball get into him? How many times have, like, you know what I mean? So I, I'm hoping in the future, because I got buys coming up and I got juggernauts that I got to play. I'm trying to get, like I said, I got a juggernaut I'm playing this week and Daniel. Daniel's team is a full go. You got nobody important on by and that boy got to get, you know what I'm saying? His team is, what's up? So I can go, I mean, I can literally get my third loss, but I'm, they're lost in a row, but I'm looking forward to the future four or five, six, seven weeks ahead as the season really starts getting to the nitty gritty because yeah. we just got to make it to playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing a, an out-and-out winner or a loser in this trade. What I'm right. seeing is like, yeah, Rob has the potential to turn his season around with some of these players. Yep. And you got uh, a lot of really steady, really smart uh, contributors. Yeah, so that that was that was just my overall. Yeah, we'll see we'll see how it uh, pans out. I mean, one other trade that I saw a little down the list, this happened on Sunday the 16th, so this was just maybe a few days before that trade happened. Right. It was a trade between Monk and Rob. <laughs> Rob, who would think? <laughs> Robonomics, baby. Uh, that boy Monk, be on it. Monk received Brandon Cooks and DK Metcalf from Rob, and Rob received Tom Brady, Deontay Johnson, and Daryl Henderson from uh, Monk. Uh, I, I'd never, I didn't really have a good chance to really <laughs> dig, dig deep into this. It, it looked like Monk really just needed some wide receiver depth and Rob was looking for a quarterback. Um, so I, I, it's hard to say win or loser here. I think teams were just trying to get where they were falling short at. Right. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how those players perform. Some, some big names there, DK Metcalf. I mean, you, you didn't expect them to be having this good of a season this far. I think Gino's <laughs> playing Gino, very well. well. And, and, and Gino's playing very he well. Is, he is playing well, but here's my point with that. How much of that, I mean, Pete Carroll gets a lot of guff because of that Super Bowl where they threw it on the on the mm-hmm. two-yard line because, I mean, they lost that Super Bowl with the, mm-hmm. with the dumb play call. But if, you, yep. if we're looking at what Russell Wilson's doing out in Denver, we're looking at what Geno Smith is doing now, what's the common denominator? And that's the head coach and that coaching staff. And I don't think they're getting nearly enough credit for how well they're coaching up that offense. Over I there. agree. You know what? I agree with that 100%. I actually agree with that 100% for sure. For sure. No, like, like no doubt at all. Well, and I mean, how many freaking generational talents do they get a wide receiver too? That's not, you know, yeah, a coincidence. True. They got Baldwin out there. They got uh, DK Lockett. Metcalf. They got Lockett. Like, think of all the great wide receivers that have come through there, yeah. and all you know. And that's it's kind of built for a Geno to succeed. Like I said, sure. I mean, that running game's been doing decent. I know they had a big injury recently, right? Yeah, so I think uh, Dallas. Does, Disney, I forget what, Disney, Disney, Disney Dallas, it's yeah, something it's, it's like something that. weird. Yeah. But I think he's the main guy now, who's also available for pickups. So I think it was yeah. actually for for Seahawks. Yeah, 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 Kenneth Kenneth Walker. He got yes. hurt, correct? Uh, no. no, he's still out. No, he's still Walker's a guy. Yeah. yeah, Walker. Yeah, no. So I think he had a he had a pretty good game last week too. So uh, yeah, so I mean that's one common thing we see in trades week right. to week. Rob, I'm just like. I get it. I get your Robonomics, but sometimes you got give it like two or three weeks. You know, yeah. I, I understand he's one in five right now. He's he's like scrapping and clawing. Like, right. what can I do? I don't have any allegiance to the wide receiver I gave him. Everyone knows we talked about it. I got the wide receiver because Trey Lance. Trey Lance went down in week one. So let's after, not bring that up. We already we talked about the window. <laughs> so we after know, that, we we so after that happened, I'm like, okay, what else can I do? Um, was trying to work out a trade with cousin Ron. Still trying to work out a trade with cousin Ron. I would like to get a um, St. Brown from him um, because I have that quarterback. So I'm trying to get that wide receiver quarterback combo like we see everyone doing. Um, also, a little bit of fantasy tidbit for anyone who's listening who's not part of the KFL. Um, we have some amazing, um, what's the word for it? Uh, league managers. Thank you in this um in this league, and things don't go unnoticed. Um, 
these so in in our league, it's a lot of number one wide receiver and that and that quarterback that is getting a lot of wins. Um, whether it's Burrow and Jamar Chase, whether it's um, Murray and it was more more is out for at least a month with a foot for those who did not know. Allen um, and Diggs. So that's the reason why that that Allen and Diggs. And that's the reason why that Robbie Anderson Robbie Anderson trade is kind of important for the next two weeks. But um. We're seeing that's a big thing. Also, uh, two to three, it uh, depends. To me, I'm running a three running back set still, even with my trade. Um, I'm saying that can be successful or that can be um, a downfall for some teams. So whatever you guys are doing out there in your leagues, make sure you guys, like Brian just kind of gave it away a little bit. Give it about a week or two after trade. Give it give it like at least two, two three weeks. In this league, um, the bottom two don't make the playoffs. All right. So we is just win and get in and get your team right for the playoffs. We've had what the f- the fifth the fifth seed make it all the way to the finals. Um, you know what I mean. So it's any given it's basically any given Sunday for us. Um, how about these Thursday night debacle games, fellas, that we've been watching? They've been terrible. Oh, <laughs> they have been absolutely Whoa. terrible. I didn't think it could get worse after the uh, what it was did. it the Broncos the game before the Bears and the and the Commanders. <laughs> That, that that game, both of them stunk. The Baron Commanders game was like watching paint dry. I woke up at 1.35 a.m. <laughs> you were overseas, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was overseas. I woke up at 1.35 a.m. for kickoff, stayed up for three hours, and just had to look at myself in the mirror and just wonder, is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth like I was I literally I had like a I had to think about my life when Dude, I watched that game. Really, what would you expect in the though, Like both of those teams I'm I'm a I'm somewhat a commanders fan. Like, I mean that I've been cheering for them my whole life. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't getting up for that game. I mean, I'm watching it. The the most, the the craziest thing that happened in that Thursday night game was when Carson Wentz laid that block on their uh, linebacker. Roquan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was was the only exciting thing that happened. Oh, he put him on his ass. I was like, oh my God. And he was coming into this game with like a torn bicep, wasn't he? Had some some anger out of that, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's much needed. Um, But but, Justin Fields, P.U. (laughs) Oh my God. He missed that wide open throw to win that game. I mean, Mm -hmm. first was a wide open throw. uh, And then, I'm not going to lie, St. Juice had a great defensive play. Uh, That was going to be a touchdown. If he didn't put his arm up and push through, that was going to be a touchdown. That was the only exciting part of the game. The last last five minutes were the only exciting By the way, defense... Commander's defense wasn't playing terrible, and then we let that big play. That and, run. and this always happens to us. Moving on, also to our to our, you know, games and our you know basically our uh, our teams and our leagues. Um, let's talk about it. The Giants, man. Uh, that's a culture shift in there. They're rocking. Giants are rocking. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, not saying they're the best team. No, but I'm, uh, in our division, but they are rocking. I'm really Andrea. You should be excited. And the Giants fans who are listening to us, you guys should be very excited. You guys are seeing a culture change there, man. You got the freaking oversized coach in the middle of the of, of the of the uh, of the locker room dancing with the players. Like that's that's what you want, man. They they're all in and they're believing. You know what I mean? And they're gonna win some games that we didn't think they were gonna win. You know what I mean? Cowboys, uh, Cooper Rush, he did what he was supposed to do, right? He, what, he was he, what, he was three and one? Four and one. I'm four sorry. And one yeah, four and yeah. one. If four your one backup now. goes four and one and you're at the top of the division, I'm sorry. I mean, you can't well, make a better sandwich than that. Or, But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I'm sorry. You're I pretty close. You. I get what you're saying. And then we have Philly, you know what I mean, who's, who's, who's undefeated. 
You know, um, I don't think they'll stay undefeated for long. I think it's the teams that no, they I play. Think they go I think they I think they lose the first good team they play. I, who has I, a? I think know, they go. Right, 10 that's 10 what 10 I was thinking. They've already they're played. Right? They've already played who? two or three teams who? that have a winning record. Don't well, they? Well, yeah, they they played the Cowboys without Dak and Cooper Rush and hasn't the, thrown for more than two thirty five. He's a he's a fine like and bass holder. And they he's absolutely in, took a poop on the Vikings, who are like four and four and one. No, the Vikings are like two and four. The Vikings. The Vikings are four and one or five and one. They have a good record. Okay, yeah. never mind. My bad. My bad. But I'm also I'm not sold on the Vikings at yeah. all. If you watch that game, they went with a very interesting defensive strategy, which was to have the corners be five yards off the ball at all times, and yeah. all Hertz did was just throw slants the entire time. It was a fascinating strategy, and then he threw I think like one deep bomb to AJ Brown at one point, um, and that I think was uh, Hertz's best offensive performance of the year so far. Um, was against the Vikings because it was a Monday night game, if memory serves. And it was yep. like, I was, I mean. The game was over after the first quarter really, pretty much. If, I mean, I, we all know what happened. It's primetime Kirk. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk yeah, yeah, it's primetime Kirk. If that guy doesn't play at 1 o'clock, yeah. he is atrocious. He's like, oh, more Side than four note, people Carson Wentz me? is 7-0 and on Thursday nights. Maybe the that best Thursday night quarterback of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. But also, um, for actual Washington news, we didn't even talk about it. Uh, Carson's hurt, fractured finger, um, four to six weeks. I believe at least be five weeks. Uh, I was telling Riley, even though this um, offensive line played decent against the Bears, who actually do not have a shabby defensive line and linebackers, um, I, I'm kind of excited because Taylor Heineke is something that Carson is not when it comes to being a mobile quarterback in the pocket. Yeah. Um, Carson Wentz looks worse than Tom Brady running out the pocket for the first down, and that is saying something. I mean, that is, it just, I've never seen anything like it. He seems really, really stiff. Um, he wasn't like that when he was in Philly, but the last couple years, um, every time he's trying to run out the pocket, see that throws an interception or gets intentional grounding, which I don't know how all you have to do is throw the ball out of bounds. But anyway, um, but yeah, uh, I'm kind of excited for Taylor, um, for Taylor Haneke Bryan because we had success with him last year. Um, it beat the Bucks last year. That was big. Well, after and that started that four game win streak. The playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, and like that started that four game win streak for us. So, I mean, well, and the bigger thing is too, is does Wentz meet that 70% cap and absolutely save you not. guys? Uh, yeah. So that saves you guys a, a second to third, right? So it goes from a second to a third because he's not going to play enough snaps. I think it so. goes from a second to a, f well, I know it was a fourth. I thought it went from a second to a fourth. But I believe you're right. Yeah, I think it's it, a second to a third. So I mean, that's silver lining, kind of, right? Because big, big time silver lining. I would. You know, I mean, I, I thought second round we, draft picks can turn into something special. So for Washington, our top three usually are starters for us. Um, when we need offensive line. Talking future hindsight, twenty twenty. Because I think this season's over for the Commanders. Um, I hit a Brown. Um, the other day, and I said, do you think that we have an opportunity to get Tennessee's um, quarterback, who I believe is, he's coming out after this year. He's a front runner for the Heisman Trophy winner. Her, what's his name? Hooker. Hook, um, Hooker. Hendon. Hendon Hooker. H Hendon yeah. Hooker. Um, I'm very big on him. 6'4". He's a beast. Has everything, all the intangibles that we need. 25. I mean, to make my life complete is in the same year Dan Snyder freaking gets kicked out of Washington. We get a new owner that we all love. We get starting on a stadium, and then we get Hooker to start the franchise mm. to start going. It's this is you guys this is might me. be in more of a position to get Bryce Young at this point, which I think it you would think? be. Oh yeah, I think you guys is, is Young better than Hooker. Oh, much better. Yeah. So Hendon, okay. here's here's the thing that you don't really people aren't really talking about. It. Hendon Hooker's twenty four years old. Oh he's, damn. Yeah, he's 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 not a young guy, right? So um, that that and typically with quarterbacks, right? If you look at when they really like maturate and get to the where they're really hitting their stride, it's like twenty three, twenty four. Right. So he's already like 
kind of at his ceiling physically, obviously mentally. Um, there's yeah. a bunch more that goes on with the quarterback position. That's right, because he came from Virginia Tech, and he did like three. Actually, did four years there, but had a, but had a yeah, year. Yeah, yep. So, really because okay. that, it was, it's that COVID stuff yep. that messes with everybody. So, yep. he's he's actually much older than you think. Uh, whereas, and Bryce Young's physical prowess and just like his okay. ceiling is much higher. So, I'm I think... I mean, either quarterback, I think you're you're good to go. Um, but I, I, I would say that, like, if I had my – if I was starting from scratch and I, I someone yeah. handed me, hey, you're the GM for – and you get to pick the quarterback next year, I'm going to, I'm going to put my money on Bryce Young. Okay. So, I mean, like I said, we have plenty, plenty, plenty of time, but I'm already looking future to that because I don't know what Washington's going to do. Moving on to this week's games and game of the week. Oh, boy. Starting off, Gibby Giblins versus All Barkley No Bites. Gibby Giblins got Joe Burrow, Tony Pollard, McCaffrey, Evans. McCaffrey is actually in the front running for being traded as well. Lockett, no offense, Juju, Pickens, Kelsey. I'm saying Andrea gets her third win in a row here. Okay, she is the the previous champ is on a roll right now. All right, she rolls over Gibby Giblins. I got Andrea with the dub, B-Mac. Go ahead, Riley. I'm typing up my notes real quick. All right. Well, uh, if we're looking at Andrea's team, uh, I think Hill has a big week back. I think Mostert has a big week back with Tua coming back like we talked about. Yep. Because um, that, I mean, that offense was looking pretty good. Very good. Um, and and it, was, it was looking pretty exciting. So hopefully they find their, their groove back there. She obviously has that awesome one-two punch with Kelsey and Mahomes. They are going against San Fran, who, I mean, San Fran has a defense that's kind of unheralded. They have this safety out there with super long hair. A bunch of people will call him. You know, I call him uh, Troy Palomalu because he just he just looks like a just an off-brand version of Troy Palomalu. But he's he's a striker. He's a great football player. Probably going to have him on Kelsey. It'll be interesting yeah. to see that matchup. Um, but ultimately, I just think that if you look at Andrea's uh, like roster and the way that she has it set up right now, she has so many people in her starting lineup who are liable to just go off yes. at any given point. Like any one of these players, he, she has. Tyreek Hill, who could go off for 40. She has yes. CeeDee Lamb, who could easily go off for 30. As Kelsey, who could go off for 40. Like, she has a bunch of these players who can just explode. And uh, if we're going to the other side, if we're looking at Gibby Giblins, uh, Pollard still isn't the starter. Um, you know, I don't see him putting up, like, he hasn't put up a massive amount. I think everyone... After week three. No, you know? I think I think people are probably pretty disappointed in what they were expecting from Tony Pollard. But you know um, Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew. I know what he is. He's a, he's a great change of pace back. He's a great catching out of the backfield. He cannot pass block. He cannot stay in on protections. Nope. And the Cowboys need that. So he's going to limit himself in playing time because he doesn't have those proficiencies. Um, Mike Evans... Great, you know, Carolina, he's probably going to put up decent points on the opposite side of that. Uh, McCaffrey, I don't see him doing all that great. He's kind of been a disappointment as well this year. He is the number four um, in the position, but I mean, when McCaffrey's on the field and healthy, everyone expects him to be a difference maker that it's like, oh, he, he's going to win me the league. And he certainly hasn't been that. Yeah, he's been solid, though. He's, he gives him a 20-piece every week. Right. Yeah, I mean... That, but not a 40-piece like he did a couple years ago. Exactly. He's not the juggernaut, but he, he's just like one of the best running backs, not yeah, the I best think, running back. I think Melvin needs a running back, actually. He he traded away uh, um, Fournette. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had Fournette. He had Fournette, mm-hmm. which I was kind of shocked when he did that. But Yep, and then uh, the bigger thing is Joe Burrow uh, versus Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow, I, I think they put up a decent amount in Atlanta, but just like we were talking about, Atlanta's not the the pushover everyone thought they were going to be. Nope. Um, so long story short, um, given time for Brian to type up. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm ready to make my pick. I'm going, with, I'm going with Dre. You want Dre? <laughs> Dre. Nah, I appreciate that Riley stalled me for a little bit. But uh, yeah, this, this game... 
I think it'll be close, but the way I look at this game is consistency. Who's mm-hmm. got the more consistent team? Yeah. I think Gibby has a lot of wild cards, yeah. meaning uh, Juju Smith Smith Schuster. Schuster, wow, Schuster. That, that one's tough. <laughs> uh, he finally had a really good game against the Bills last week. I think he put up like 20 or 24 points, right? which is uh, about damn time because you're with Patty Mahomes. It's been a while uh, for him to finally put up numbers that, that you thought you were going to see earlier on in the season. Um, but when you just go down the rosters, I think Andrea just has a more, uh, this is, you know what you're going to get. And there's a very high ceiling with a lot of her players. So I'm going to go Andrea with this. I think Pick she has the a more with the sweet, 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 sweet. Team. With the sweep. Bring up the money truck. Go ahead. Dre with the sweep. Oh, let's go for Andrea. And, and I got one last thing to say about the, the Melvin thing. If you're looking at his team, he has Smith Schuster, like Brian just touched on, and he also has San Fran's defense. So mm-hmm. that's a situation where if one of his players does well, inherently the other player is going to have to do poorly. So that's not really a great like team chemistry there. So it's it's going to end up detracting one way or the other. Either his defense is going to do well for him and his wide receiver's not, right. or vice versa. Well, he so would that. hope that defense because she's got Patty <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey. So. Right, right. Yeah, we'll see. You. Next game, Dusty Don't Budge versus your boy, Game of Jones. Um, Matt Ryan, Barkley. Barkley has been playing great this year. Wilson, Olave. Hopefully, Olave is back. He's been, I feel like he's, he's been the he's number ruled one. Out. He's ruled out tonight. Oh, Olave? He's been ruled uh, out. Hopefully, um, well, this will not be released concussion. tonight. Concussion. But um, Olave is still out. Second week in a row, um, being out with a concussion. Um, he has Sutton. Pitts. I thought he was ruled out. No, he's he's cleared. Really? He's cleared the concussion protocol. Yep. Okay, never mind. He is cleared. My apologies. He is cleared. Uh, he's been out for two weeks, correct? Well, I had him on my college mm-hmm. fantasy, and I thought I got an alert saying he was out tonight. So No, he, yeah. he and Winston both don't have designations, which means Jameis Winston will be back at the helm, so it could oh, be a big night for a lot of My apologies. Actually, no, you're good. I didn't put that in my other league. Um, he's starting Cal Pitts. <laughs> Monk has a love-hate relationship with Pitts. DK Metcalf is solid, um, but Monk has a lot of his top dogs on by. And the kicker? And the, Who's the kicker? Yeah, young ho is Your boy, Game of Jones, Herbert, Cream Hunt, Robinson, um, Chase, Williams, Andrews. Um, Andrews has just been a dog. Adams is still going to get his touchdowns. This one's going to be closer than everyone thinks, but um, I'm going to go with Riley for simply because of the strength in, with Mark Andrews, Jamar Chase, um, and Adams. I feel like um, they have a day. Um, and Herbert is going to do what Herbert does. I think uh, he's stronger there. Monk has to start uh, basically his whole entire bench because everyone else is on bye. This is one of his bye games for him. But I'm going to go with Riley, BMAC. Yeah, I'm gonna, I am gonna. have a very uh, sore spot for, for Jamar Chase because <laughs> last year when I played Andrea in the championship, he, he absolutely balled out. And, and what did he do last week? And <laughs> he balled out last week. And, and what I'm getting at is the week before that, championship game he also balled out so i think he goes on these like stretches like he he get yeah what 40 45 points mm-hmm. last week yeah yeah when, when riley was playing against yeah. me and I, I think jamar chase has has found something i think that Bengals offense has finally found their rhythm that they had going through their playoff run last yeah. year uh, i think jamar chase has another he might put up 50 points this week Jeez. he's gonna ball out uh, I'm with if, it. If Atlanta can score like they did last week, this game could be a uh, could be a fun game to watch. It could be a shootout, um, and it, it, as well, Monk. He's on a lot of guys on by. I do love Barkley a lot. He's been very strong uh, running back for him. Uh, but Riley's got the upper hand in this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the sweep. Sweep, sweep. Cam and B Mac go for Riley. Next game, 
Quarterback B-Mac versus Robin Nanananomics. Um, B-Mac, yes, Tua. Tua is back this week. I think he has a game. Kamara has actually been coming to his own. Great trade when B-Mac got Brees Hall. Can't believe because Ron um, gave him up. Solid. Um, T. Higgins, as long as he's healthy, he's going to get his. Um, Lazard, I don't know how that's going to go. Um, Hawkinson, I mean, hopefully this that offense comes back into fruition. My favorite word. Um, because I uh, got that quarterback. Uh, Robinomics, Brady, Taylor, Taylor's back, Walker, he can go off, Chris Godwin, he has the Tom Brady-Chris Godwin connection, that's big there, Godwin's had a couple good games, he does have Debo, Debo can go off for a big one, B-Mac has just been clicking on all cylinders, and for me right now, it's kind of hard to go back with B-Mac with getting some of his key players back, um, he does have Allen on by, he does have Diggs on by, that's his one too, he does have ETN, who is a Big play potential, but I feel like the um hasn't been doing much this year. Yeah, well Jacksonville's not playing him right. They're completely crazy. But um I'm gonna go with B Mac with this one. Um not by much. It's gonna be closer than we think. Um, but it's just kinda hard to go against B Mac right now with clicking on all cylinders. I'm going with B Mac. Until B Mac puts up less than 170 points. <laughs> um, and I, you know, he had a, he's had a couple spans where he's scored 200. He's had a couple spans where he's, yeah, he's scored the same point total for two weeks in a row now. That's yeah. crazy. Um, which, yeah, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I can't, I just, I mean, as, as simple as could be, right? Like until he cools down, I'm not going to pick against him because yep. I feel like it's a, it's an easy win for me for, uh, for picks right now. So I'm going with, with Brian until he proves me wrong. Way back with the, Next game. Um, between this one and the next one for game of the week, but I'm thinking it's gonna be this one. Urban's Grinders versus Cousin Ron Boom Boom Room. Cousin Ron's uh his whole team was on by. Uh a lot of his starters were. But um uh Urban's Grinders, um, Murray, really wonder how he's gonna play tonight because Call of Duty was released. The campaign was released tonight. So what role? this is this could be but he got Joe Mixon, Sequel Elliott, um, Michael Pittman, Ayuk, Kittle. Um, those kind of take away from each other. Uh, so, boom, boom, boom. White, Williams, Waddle, St. Brown, Ertz. Ertz has been playing very good. Now with Whistling being out, Ertz is going to get more targets. Um, Amari Cooper. You know what? I'm going to come up with a... You know what? I'm going to say Cousin Ron comes off his losing streak and gets his dub tonight. Or gets his dub this weekend. This weekend? All right. That's a that's a, a bold proclamation, but um, yeah, Kyler Murray just worries me so much now that Call of Duty is released. Uh, and I know it's like kind of a joke, but it's kind of not because he does always hit that like fall off. And it's it's more of just a the NFL. It seems like every year he, they start out really hot and then not so much. Um, also, just like the, in my head, and I know this isn't. There's nothing that <laughs> Kyler Murray did to do this, but every Thursday night game, I'm looking at me like this game's gonna suck, and they're they're gonna score like you know right. 20 points total, like in the entire game. And so I just don't see him getting like the offensive output that maybe Carr is gonna get from Houston, and I think that matchup alone is just gonna skew in the favor of Ron. So I'm gonna go with cousin Ron. Go with cousin Ron. Okay. So me and Riley went cousin Ron. All right. So I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Jordy. I knew he was going to do that. He's trying to get the dub. Oh, well, I mean, I'll explain. Hold on. My phone just uh, – let me Sorry. pull Let me pull the teams back up again and give you my down and dirty of why I think that. Look at look at Cousin Ron's two running backs. He's got Rashad White and Williams. That. Yeah. He's got a lot of his players. Cooper Cup's on by. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook's on by. Yeah. Miles Sanders on by. Yeah. Cordell three, Patterson's hurt. Cordell, he's got three three players on by, four, four, the fourth who is hurt who would be in his starting lineup. Right. And then look at Jordy's, uh, excuse me, yeah, Jordy's team. He's got uh, something Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson, 
uh, who is the New lead England. back in New England because uh, what you McCall got hurt. Um, he just, I mean, when you look at a paper on paper, when you look at the matchup on paper right now, yeah. Jordy has has got it. I think. You know what? I changed I, my vote. I'm going with Jordy. I, I changed my vote. Oh wow! I think, I right, I'm riding with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I changed my vote. I think Jordy wins by no less than thirty points. Make sure you Shoot! change it. Make sure you change it. I'm changing mine to Jordy. You convinced me. You convinced me. Ron, remember who loves you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, cousin Ron. I we, did. I did work in sales for like three and a half <laughs> years, so I can do some persuasion. And last game, but not least, make sure you change that for me, B Mac. I got I'd you, Jordy. Last game. You're gonna for stamp, that, stamp it. You're gonna yeah, stamp this we're gonna one. Stamp, we're gonna stamp. The, we're gonna stamp this one. Game of the week. Your boy Green Eggs and Cam versus Harambe's first pick. Ooh, the brothers. This is the brother rivalry. Rivalry. Ooh, goodness gracious. If you guys aren't part of the KFL, um, Harambe's first pick is my little brother Daniel. He's usually on this pod, but he's working today. Um, I'm going to go off and read off what we both got and let you guys make our decision. Um, starting Jared Goff, Nick Chubb, DJ uh, Swift, Army Knife, if he's back. We'll see if he starts. Um, DeAndre Hopkins first game back tonight. Um, I have DuVernay in there for now. Everett in there for now, and I have Leonard Fournette, Denver defense, and Falk as my kicker. Dan has Lama Jackson, Austin Eckler, who has gone completely off the last two weeks. Um, King Henry is back off of a bye, correct? Am I correct? Um, yes. Yes. So, yes, so King Henry is off of a bye. Terry McLaurin, which is actually not a bad start now with Heineke in the lineup. I think he averages seven to eight targets a game. Um, Keenan Allen, I believe as of right now, he has them starting. That could change because is Allen back this week, Rye? Yeah, he should be, but they're okay. also they're they're kind of playing coy with it because they have a bye week next week, um, okay. and so there's talk of being like, well, why come back for one game and then just as opposed to if I sit out just one more week, then I have the bye on top of that, and then he right. couldn't come back. So it's it's up in the air, but um, I would lean towards he does play from everything right. I've read. Okay, uh, but as to I, I think he might be on a pitch count. So he has Ninjoku, who's actually been playing out of his mind, bonkers actually as a tight end as a tight end play. He's the number seven tight end overall. Um, two touchdowns on the le- and uh, on the year, um, averaging about seventeen points a game. So that's really good there. And then he has Jacobs, who's actually been balling. Jacobs is number seven running back. Um, he's got three, four touchdowns on the year. Um, last two games he's given him thirty something points. Um, so and they're playing. His kicker's on a bye, but he's going to change that. They're playing Houston, so I don't think Jacobs changes anything that he's been doing. This is going to be a this is an uphill battle for me. Not going to lie. Um, I got some people. Uh, actually, I have no one on by, but um, not sure if I'm going to keep Swift in there. I do have his um, his handcuff, Williams. Depends on what they say before the game, but I'll let you guys do y'all thing. Go ahead, Riley. Well, uh, I got to go Daniel, yeah. uh, and the reason being he has a three-headed monster at running back. Who could have seen this coming that Derrick Henry is not, <laughs> in fact, the, uh, Here we go. Yeah, I mean, that was just so crazy. But yeah. Yeah, he has the number one, the number seven, and the number eight running back, and that is consistency, right? Like, whereas wide receivers can go off for 40, you're probably not going to have your running back do that. But what you are going to have is all three of them probably put up 15 plus points. That's really hard to compete against, uh, especially with like the nature of it being week to week with all these different point factors. Um, and I, you know, it's just really hard to fight against that kind of consistency. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Daniel just based. Based on on that, makes sense. Yeah, uh, as I mentioned on the last the last game, I wanted to correct myself. Ramondre Stevenson is now he's still the back, but Damian Harris is back. Uh, is back. He f- okay. fully practiced. So just wanted to correct there. Go ahead, B man. Um, I'm gonna go day. I'm gonna go day as well. 
Um, those running backs, man, it's they're very scarce this year for running backs. Usually, it's the other way around. You right. get you you can find a, a good amount of uh, running backs. Call to sleep on me. But uh, yeah, that Eckler finally. I mean, what he's the number one running back. Wow. Yeah. Um, Henry. I wonder Jacobs. who's the number two. I wonder who's the number two. Probably Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. Okay, <laughs> which Cam has. Uh, I wonder who's the number five too. I wonder. Uh, probably Fournette. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. <laughs> so that, yeah, this is this will be a fun matchup. I think it's going to be very who's close. Number, who's I wonder number? who's the number fifteen running back. Lamar Jackson. No, it's actually is is actually I'm just playing, but it's actually Jamal Williams. Um, Williams actually did very well at, while Swift was out. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know if Swift's going to be in a, on a pitch count or not. Um, I also. Me and Daniel, we kind of we're brothers, of course, but we run the same type of mindset. I also think I have a three-headed monster um, at running back. It just depends if if the three weeks that Swift took off is he a hundred percent or is he not. And if he's not, I'm gonna put Jamal in there because Jamal's still gonna give me a, a twenty piece. Um, I think this game. I'm hoping it could be high scoring. It all depends on how Jared Goff and my Detroit Lions play against Dallas, a very good Dallas team, a very good Dallas defense. Um, I'm hoping the Dallas game can be a good game to watch, uh, meaning it's I don't want to say it's a shootout, but you know a good scoring game because I'm gonna need that against Lama Jackson. I wouldn't hate it, I, I, you know, because I mean our offense is looking better because our offense has been fairly anemic this year with Dak being out. If you look at it in totality, I, I don't think right. we have a single game where we scored three touchdowns. So that's not like the Cowboys, right? And, and you know, ever since Dak got to town, we've been a formidable offense. But uh, that's not what we've been this year. We've been laying, relying on our defense. So hopefully that like changes and we can just have both sides of the ball be good for a change. I'm not sure if I start Duvernay. Um, Myers, Jacoby Myers been doing very good for me. Um, I'm thinking about putting him in there. Um, other than the two weeks that he's been at, um, out hurt, he's been actually pretty solid. Um, but I, I don't know. I like I like being the underdog. So I'm hoping I'm hoping I can pull this out. Last time I was the underdog, I did. Actually, I think I, I think I lost. Never mind. <laughs> but this but, is uh, this is one step closer to the edge if you take the loss. Game of the week to your brother. So, yeah, that's that's gonna be a tough. So one. for me, he's a better. He's um for me, it's a um he has a better team right now, and they're um with my injuries that I have, Daniel has a better team. So I know I'm winning an uphill battle. Last week's was very hard for me because I was gonna beat cousin Ron, and then in crunch time, the last thirty seconds of three games. All three of his starters scored a touchdown in thirty the last thirty seconds of oh, the that. one o'clock. Yes, I was watching it. Mari Cooper scored one in, um, yep. in garbage time. Um, his running back uh, uh, Dalvin Cook was actually bottled up and then breaks yeah. a forty-five yarder yep. in the fourth quarter with like five, four minutes left for a touchdown. So like they've been bottled up all day. It was and then it was somebody else. He had literally three players that scored touchdowns last minute on me, and it would have been a low-scoring game, but I actually would have won. Um, so that would have been one that I snuck out, um, but it didn't. So that one kind of hurt my feelings. That's there. fantasy. That's fantasy. Yeah, it is. And none of my players stepped up. So it is what it is. Daniel for the sweet. All right, guys. Before we go, are there any games you're particularly excited for this weekend? Well, because I got I got two that I'm going to be watching. The first one is going to be New York versus uh, Jacksonville. Okay. Um, Jacksonville is actually favored in this game, which is like fascinating to me. The Giants are five and one and are what? underdogs according to the Vegas spread. You know, they're three point underdogs. Uh, the game is at Jacksonville. The old adage is you give three to the home team. So that means Vegas and you know the guys that know a lot more than us are saying this is pretty much a toss up, which what? I think is pretty indicative of like where I think both the Giants and the Jags are right now. Um, so I think that's like just fascinating. I just want to look at that where 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 it goes. And then the other one is uh, I think a game that is going to be. I mean, we're potentially talking about Nathaniel Hackett getting fired here soon. Uh-oh. If, 
If he, they're, they're technically favorites, but only by a point and a half over the New York Jets. New York Jets have been on a bit of a tear this year. Bro. I get it. They're not the bad team that they were and have been. They play with some spunk, man. Sauce Gardner is fun to watch, man. Is that his name? Sauce, oh yeah. Sauce, sauce. Sauce, sauce is fun to watch, man. He's just at the right place at the right time at a buck like 50. Who's this? Sauce corner, Gardner. He's, Sauce Gardner. He's the cornerback oh, for the Jets. Sin- okay. Came from one. Cincinnati. Came from the uh, the, the college. Yeah, I was going to say, their defense has been uh, yeah. shocking a lot of people. I think the Jets may get this dub. Do I you do, think he gets I fired? I do, too. And I think it's... I mean, I don't. I mean, if you look at it, though, right? Why did they bring in Nathaniel Hackett to be an offensive guy? Right. That offense is stunk. So what are you bringing to the table as head coach, right? Right. That's the first thing. The other thing is you, you can't blame not having quarterback. You went out and paid a ton for the quarterback you wanted. You made a huge trade. You mortgaged the future. You're and right. You're so right. if you if you told me at the beginning of the season, hey Riley, you're now the coach for the Denver Broncos, and I told you, hey, I can get you two wins. Uh, by week seven with Russell Wilson, with Russell Wilson and with Jerry Judy, you traded the entire farm for right. And with, you know, there is and a defense that's great. And with Cortland Sutton and, you know, do I then get to be, you know, would would I be fired a hundred percent and Nathaniel Hackett? I mean, look, I mean, you know, we've talked to the Denver fans and they said that they aren't really worried about it, but I'm worried that maybe he can't hack it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So I have two games as well. Um, I'm actually excited for, I want to say three, but I'm going to say two. The Steelers versus the Dolphins, 8-20. Um, is that the Sunday night game? Yeah, it is. Yep. So, the, so the Sunday night game, excited about that one because Tua comes back. And is Pickett starting? Uh, I have no idea. I think so. I think I think Pickett starts there. Um, I'm interested to see how that one goes. I think that can actually be a pretty good game. I'm interested to see how Tua plays coming back. He's questionable now. Uh, he's questionable. So, um, and then um, actually the Commanders versus Green Bay. Um, why? Because Carson Wentz is not playing. Um, so what's going to be the, so so now? What's the excuse now, Ron? Um, so really, it's coaches. What's the excuse now? Um, he's not playing. Um, we probably won't have to pay him that money. But now Heineke is back. Um, Heineke has legs. He can run. So that's good for us because our offensive line is abysmal. So I really want to see what we look like and how we play, what type of offensive playbook that we have. And now Heineke has three healthy targets, four healthy targets they didn't have last year to throw to, including the rookie Jahan Dotson, um, Dotson which, which comes back um, this week with a healthy Terry um, and with a healthy tight end. Like, you know what I mean? So we have, I mean, now what's the problem? So I'm actually excited for once in the last five weeks to actually watch Washington play. And if you want to talk about a sky is falling situation for a team, yes. if Green Bay, who everyone was saying, hey, they're going to be one or two in the NFC, if they go into Washington and come out with a loss, That'd be pretty big. Oh, boy. Man, that'd be pretty big. No more R-E-L-A-X. Yeah, at all. I don't know about that one. I've got... I've got... More like a Y-E-E-T. I really just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got one game, and that's the game tonight, because I think we, okay. have, we have only had... Well, that's I don't true. think we've had one good no. Thursday night game no, since. we have not. Have we, have we had like a primetime game that's been really good? I think of the first few weeks we did. We haven't, and actually tidbit... The, tidbit they were talking about it on the news sorry brian to cut you off that this has been the most lowest viewed and most lowest scoring nfl season thus far um they said like fantasy points are down by 27 percent overall in the first six weeks am i right this yeah yeah, yeah. um so that so that's something to talk about and they they actually are blaming the thursday night primetime games i think they have like two touchdowns or something in all the thursday night. well i think uh i'm sorry no 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 you're good no that was it i think I think a lot of it is because they're obviously you're playing on Thursday. You 
you played on Sunday or right. you had a bye. Right. Um, so you don't have a lot of rest. Uh, I saw something pretty cool. I think it was on TikTok or Twitter or something. Somebody said about extending the season by two weeks. Right. Uh, everybody gets two bye weeks. Yeah. And the week before you play a Thursday night game, you get a bye week. Yeah. So you have a longer uh, week. So these games are a little bit more uh, exciting to watch. Maybe yeah. that has Go something Sunday, to do with it. Turn around to Thursday. And if you add, if it what is what's it now? Eighteen weeks. It's, it is it, it eighteen is. weeks, but seventeen played so, games. So yes. yeah. So if you add another bye, it puts it at nineteen weeks. And they've looked at the calendar. That would put Super Bowl. Sunday, right. the day before President's Day, which would be big for fe- federal government employee. A lot of people have yeah. off that day. We've been talking about that for two years. Just, um, a, just extend huge. it. Give give another give another bye week. Make the games a little bit more. These teams get up to play on a Thursday because, yeah. hey, I just had a whole week and a half off. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and the reason that selfishly I'm like good is because the Cowboys have done this for like ever, right? Because yeah. they've always been playing on the Thanksgiving game. Yeah. And that used to be the only Thursday game that was played to so them in Detroit. Right. And so it's, right. you always get that span where you have to play three games in 17 days, yeah. which is just hell on your body. Oh, like, ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but now I'm just like, yeah, the other teams have to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But yeah, I think and and to that point too, Hey, why don't we get rid of another preseason game, turn that into a real game, give them two bye weeks and then implement what you're saying. That I way agree we have 18 that. games. So that way I don't have to do math. And I agree with that because I, I really hate the fact that it's an odd number right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Because yeah, I need like a mediocre team. I need the eight and eights in the world, right? I yeah. don't like is a nine and eight team. Good. Maybe. Yeah. Is it, is it eight nineteen bad? <laughs> right. Like it's. I need that. What's your record? We're nine and nine. Yeah. I need, Maybe just yeah. get get two extra ties on the year. You know. Right. Yeah. Is that, like I eight, need eight something. Two. I, I I hate the the odd number right now. So I'm I'm down with that. Um, with Riley, I'm down. Uh, I am tired of the odd number. That'd be kind of cool though, Brian. I didn't know they were talking about that. Um, I like that. Two buys. Um, add an extra game. Take away a preseason game. We only have two preseason games. Um, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, personally. But uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, hopefully Roger Goodell's listening to this. Just you know a disclaimer: I mean? that was just some somebody talking. That wasn't coming from like anybody in the NFL. That was just somebody was like, "Hey, look at this theory," and I was hey. like, "Oh, that's a really good." Well, Roger theory. listens and to does, this podcast. He's gonna be like, "You know what? Those guys are smart." Roger, I want my money. Does Dan uh, Snyder my, save my his bank job. account? Four two three router number X Y Z split. Butter, Dan's like, "Look, banana. I know I can't get a stadium, but what about two buys?" <laughs> Cam, you have thrown something in the chat. Are they doing a fr- There's a game on Friday after Thanksgiving. So starting in 2023 oh so next year next year gotcha. black friday there will be for the first time prime is doing um prime amazon tv prime. amazon prime yeah. tv is doing the friday night black friday game that's cool um that's like going to be that. kind of cool they're going to have i they still going to have the thursday game on thanksgiving cowboys and lions that's tradition we're not and, touching and that. they also have a third game where i think typically baltimore plays in it but yeah. there's there's always a third game now. Yeah. So there's so. the yeah. So the, so they're gonna think I believe they're saying it's gonna be like three or four o'clock on a, on Black Friday. That's awesome. So um, I'm into it. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, another day hey, of football. Another right? day of football. Turkey leftovers. Ain't nobody in this room complaining. No. Nope. Not um, at all. But like I've always said, if you got it, if you guys made it this far, hopefully you gave you guys some great KFL news and some overall fantasy news. And always, if you've made it this far, oh, you beer. <laughs>